and we will be starting with Gufa, about the fifth or sixth line on Kuf Yud Gimel Amabez. Just schedule, you know, the next couple of days, next three days will be put up from the last cycle. I have a wedding, and uh, not going to be able to give it the next couple of days, but Hashem will pick up on Monday. Uh, but Hashem, uh, it'll be up from the last cycle. Okay, Amar Rava. Uh, I'm sorry, Gufa, Amar Shmuel. A couple of lines uh, into the wide lines. We're discussing the sugya of Gezel Akum and Avedas Akum and Taus Akum, all the different uh, details. We didn't read the Rambam yesterday. The, uh, the line that I wanted to read, the Rambam, with the Rambam is Bechalik, between Lamaskana and Lamaskana. So again, the Gezel Akum is Asr, Avedas Akum, once you return for, uh, in the situation of Kiddush Hashem. And the uh, Rambam also knows that there's a difference between Hit'ah and Taus. The Rambam, uh, when he describes this in Parakud Allah, the Vilkas Gazela, he quotes, based on the Gemara, Taus Hagoi Kaave Dasu Mutaras Vushetame Atzmo, Avalahat Oso Asr, Chas Vashalom, tricking anybody or doing anything of the like, that is Asr. The only difference could be Lamaskana if somebody does it themselves, gives back the wrong change, and that's what the Amoraim here, the last couple of stories that we read, have to do with that they try to to make sure that the person knew, and they, they paid them extra. Uh, but in certain regards, uh, if somebody ultimately is going to make their own mistake, there might not be a a chiv uh, to, to point it out. But obviously, like we said, Al-Tzkidosh Hashem, uh, that always is an overriding factor. Okay, so Gufa, let's pick up sixth law wide line. Amr Shmuel, Dina de Dina. Shmuel says, as we had yesterday, Dina, the Machusa Dina, the law of the land is the law, and one has to follow the laws of the land, with the two exceptions we mentioned. Number one, if there is a law that specifically targets an, uh, a law that is unfairly, specifically meant to target Jews. And number two, if there's a law that goes against the Torah, goes against Halacha, so those are the two that uh, where it does not apply. Amar Rav Teda, Rav says, I'll prove to you that Shmuel, uh, Shmuel's did is correct. Why? The Katli Dikli, the Gashri Gishri, the Avrina Nalayhu. Because after all, the government uh, cuts down trees and makes bridges out of those trees, and we go on those bridges, right? And we walk across, where right? we get Hana. If it's true that you don't say Dina the Machus Adina, this is all stolen wood, and the, the owners have not been miyayish yet, so then how could we use this, this gazelle? How could we go over the bridges? It must be that Dina, the Machus Adina, Abaya says, no, there's no raya from the, that reality that that's Dina Machus Adina. Abaya's not arguing on the principle. He's just saying that might not be a proof. Maybe the owners had yeyush. Maybe the idea doesn't mean that Dina uh, Bahusa Dina. Omar Leh says uh Rava back, Elo Dina de Bahusa Dina Hechmiyashi. If were it not for Dina Mahusa Dina, Hechi Miyashi. What does that question mean? Machlokas Rashi and Tosvis. Rashi says, Hechi Miyashi, uh Tosis quotes in the second name of Tosis Rashi, does Yeish work by itself? Meaning, there's Yeish, fine. But there's no Yeish plus anything else. Yeish Kedi is not Kona. There's no Shini Rishos here. Right? There's no Shinoi Maisa. You just put the boards down. So, Hechim Yashi means, how does Yeish help? That's how Rashi reads the Gemara. Tosas reads the Gemara differently. Tosas says, Hechim Yashi, Hayolahem Litvoa Bedin as Kaladam Ha'ovrim Aleihem. If they didn't have Yeish, then someone else is getting Hana'ah from their items, and as we've had a number of times. One has to pay the hana that one gets, even if one doesn't violate Gezel. Remember, we had this just a couple of days ago, when the Yarshim shechted the, their father's animal that they didn't know was borrowed. So the Gemara said, Kufiyot Beis, Mishalman Dimei Pasar Bezol. You pay a certain amount of the money based on hana. Even if you don't pay Dimei Hezek, you pay Dimei Hana. So that's how Tosas reads the Gemara. Hei how would Yehush allow us to go across without paying? So, it must be, according to either way of reading, Dina the Bachuz Adina. Continues the Gemara, Vahaloka Avdi, Kidda Amar Malka. But what do you mean? The people who come and cut down these uh, boards to use for the bridges don't act fairly. So how can you say it's Dina the Bachuz Adina? Malka Amar, the king tells them, the government tells them, Zilu Vakazlumi Kobagi. Go cut down trees from all the different valleys. The Inu Azlu Vakazlumi Chadbaga. And they go and cut all from one. They don't want to have uh, such tircha. They all cut from one area. That's not fair that it all comes from one. So you see, they're, they're not following what they're supposed to do. Answers the Gemara, no. Shlucha de Malcha Kamalka, the representative of the, of the Malchus, of the government, 
has the status of the Malchus, so they're not being Matriach. So you know what? The government also doesn't really care uh, where they get it from. They say take it from everywhere. But this guy just doesn't want to be Matriach himself. And therefore, the people whose valleys from which it was cut, they're really... At, they're, they're their own, they're, they're the cause for their own loss. Why? They could go around to their neighbors who the governmental official didn't take from and go demand compensation. Because really everybody has to give. So you gave for them, so really they could go and take them to court, so to speak, and demand from them. So it's still though, it's not a, it's not a violation. One statement of Rava defending and explaining Shmuel. Um, Rava, once we're on the topic of Rava, uh, relating to uh, various types of neighborly issues. So we continue with another couple of statements of Rava. Um, Rava, man bebeidari. Let's say, Rashi explains the case. There are a couple of uh, partners, and a couple, uh, all of the partners except for one, already took their grain to their homes. And there's one that's left in the public communal uh, grain collection area. And boom, then, when there's one guy left, the governmental official came to uh, collect the taxes, and he's the only one there, and only his stuff is there. So what's the halacha? The one guy that's left in the granary, he goes and pays the portion for all of them, and he could go collect from their from, the, from his uh, partners, from his friends. Right? They're not able to say to him, ah, oh, he took from yours. Happens to be mine is left, but it doesn't mean that I'm the only I'm the only one. Vahani mili shutfa, and this is only if they're partners. That's where they're allowed to uh, take from them, and the others have to pay back. Avalarisa, but when it comes to a sharecropper who really is not the owner of the property, arisusehutakamafik, which means they weren't allowed to take from him in the first place. It's basically gazelle. Because he doesn't have the uh, power to give over anything. He's just a worker, and therefore um, the the uh, person, the governmental official who took, wasn't supposed to take. Machlokas we showed him, could he go back and you know get re- get reimbursed? Could the owner get reimbursed from, from others or from the aris for having given uh, inappropriately or for, for their having taken inappropriately? Next, Omarava, Barmasa, Abarmasa, Miavit. If there are different people within the city that owe everybody in the city, communally has to pay a certain amount. So one member of the city could go and take security from the other member of the city. What's the context? Last couple of skinny lines of Rashi. Rishus biyad Yisrael gabai hamelech. Lamashkin ben ha'ir. You're allowed to take security from one member of the city. Almas ben ir chavero. Tadina the collector is allowed to take security from one, meaning take a mashkon, until the other guy pays, um, I'm going to take a security from you. That's only for the tax for that year. But the tax for the previous year, once the year is done, the year is done. The collector already paid the king whatever he was supposed to get that year. So now you're just trying to get back for your own pockets to compensate for yourself as a collector, not for the government. So that... Uh, is not allowed in this context. Next, Rava, Hainu Dairi Dari Those who Midairi Dairi that uh, send their animals in the areas in order to fertilize the grounds, and there are there at the animal uh, herders, the ones in charge of the animals that herd different uh, groups of animals in the near in the neighboring areas of the town. Hainu Dairi Dairi. If you know these uh, these animal grazers have animals uh, outside the city, if it's within the tchum, you're not allowed to buy any from them. My taima mishum de ma'arva chiyusa de masa bahadayu. Because if they're within the tchum, this isn't this is talking about the tchum Shabbos, but it's not anything to do with the halachic tchum, meaning the the owners, these uh, cattle grazers, don't care. But if it's so close to the city, we assume that some of Jews' animals throughout the city maybe got mixed up into those groups of animals. Therefore, if you take some animals, you're stealing. You're taking from gazelle. You're taking from stolen animals. You're not allowed to do that. But if they're far away outside the tchum, then you're allowed to take. Then you're allowed to take from them. If you see the owner saying, give me back my animal, give me back my animal, 
and the even though it's outside the tchum, uh, it is also asur because that's the rogliam ledavar that some of those animals are are um, in are are belonging to the Jews. The Rashi here asks, why do we have to assume that the animals are from a Jewish neighbor and therefore it's stolen? Isn't there a concept of rove. Right, how many animals are there? Ask the Rashba Vizatema, the Rove Behemashal Gayimim, Falchemachar Rove, the Afilu Bagazlan Mutterlika Kozmacha Rove Shalom. Even by a Gazlan, are you allowed to buy anything from a Gazlan? So he said, if you assume that there are Mamish uh, stolen money in here we had earlier from the Mochsin, you're not allowed to. But if there's a Rove, you're allowed to. So he quotes, there's difficulty. He goes via Sikna, he says, Maybe you're buying all the animals. So if you buy all the animals, then there's obviously stolen uh, within, right? Or you might say another answer, Bali Chayim, you want to say Bittel? Bali Chayim might not be Bittel, right? Dover Chashuv could not be Bittel. Even though Midaraisa, we know everything's Bittel, but there are certain halachas, certain items, Midarabanan, that are not Bittel. Dover Sheishlamatir and Achaticha Ruilis Kabed, Bali Chayim might not be Bittel, right? Dover Habad, Dover Shevet Minyan, right? Dover Haroy Limnos, this also might be part of it, and therefore you wouldn't go by the rove unless, and that's why it's only if that's why it's aser or the other idea if you're uh, buying all of them. Machris the salkin the latata for those who are going up, those who are going down, meaning those traveling bavel teretisrol or the opposite. We discussed at the at the end of uh, uh, previous, at the end of seder nashim, we discussed eretz yisrael being gavah mikol haaratzos. Right, so what does that mean? Is that literal? The Radvaz has a tshuva where he discusses it's not true. Right, there are other places that are higher. There are other places in Eretz Yisrael that are higher. What does it mean? Uh, the the base Hamikdash is Gavoa. So he explains maybe it's not uh, literal. Uh, maybe uh, he explains if you uh, Gavoa, if you have let's say the globe, if you have the earth, what what's on top? Depends how you hold the globe. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu, when he created the world, Eretz Yisrael was on top. That was the top. Gavoa mikal haratzos just means the top of the bowl, the top of the, uh, the, the the globe, or other suggestions. But that's the uh, what Rava says here. Those going up to Eretz Yisrael, those coming down to Bavel. Hi Bar Yisrael, the others adusal akusi. If there is a Jew that knows adus for akusi, and the case is where, as we'll see, as we're in two lines from now, that the adus could be relevant and will be acceptable adus only in. Their dinim, but not in the dinim of B'nai Yisrael, not in Jewish law. V'lo tavu question about the girsa here, is it lo tavu or you take it out, the girl takes it out. Under Jewish law, the fellow Jew does not owe money. Does not owe you money. But under the non-Jewish law, whatever one, what is, then what one's owed money. And he's not tovea you, according to our Gersa, and the Jew goes willingly and without even being asked and goes and testifies in the other court. We're not happy about it. We put her, Because, just as an example, there, mafik mamon, based on the testimony of one witness. And we don't hold that way. We say you need two witnesses. And he's not being told you anyway, according to our Gersa. And therefore, it should not be done. Again, the rush says in this Gemara, this is only where there's no Chil Hashem involved. If there's any type of Chil Hashem involved, and, you know, one has to be worried about that. So then, obviously, one has to go and and testify. And also, the Raivin notes here, it's quoted also in the Rashbah, this is only where there's a question about his obligation. If he knows that the guy is Chayiv, then he could go. If he knows for sure that the guy is chayiv to pay the money, for example, then it is okay also. We're not talking about case. The only question is whether there's a suffix about his chayiv. So my time, a difficult This is only about one, but two can go because then there's a parallel. There's no difference between the uh, law of Bezdin and the law of of uh, of the dinim around the chanami lo amran ela bedini de megista, and this is also only in cases where you're talking about a bezdin within villages. Abel bedavar, but in you know major cities, bedavar the shilton, the government inunami chad. They also, if it's only one aid, a mumsa shadule, they throw it literally on a shvua. Meaning, just like we say two aid and rakam lamaman, but one is kam shvua, so too. This is what they hold as well. Amar Avashi, ki avina be Ravuna ibailan, Adam chasha de samchi alei, ke be tre, mafki mamona pume, velo ibaile lasude, 
when, what if we're talking about an Adam Chashuv that they would rely upon as two witnesses? Do we say that they would be Motsi Mamon based on his words and therefore he shouldn't go? No, just the opposite. He can't get out of it like the Rosh just said, Phil Hashem, and therefore he should go. So Teku, uh, no answer, no answer given. Uh, before we get to how to explain the Teku, but again, this is part of the issues of Dina de Machus Adina, which are very, uh, detailed, and one has to focus on what the halachas are, the differences, because there are many differences in, uh, in, uh, in halacha, and in many circumstantial evidence. And how many times do you have uh, a case with Adam and with Hasra and with Kabbalah Hasra? You never have that, right? So in most other uh, law uh, systems of law, you don't need the Hasra. You don't need. Uh, what if you have a video? What if you have a right, without the without the Adam? So the question is, what does Halacha say about all of these? Again, it's a part of the large mitzvah of dinim, right? We know there is a concept. The legal systems outside of Halacha are recognized in Halacha, right? We just spoke about the Meiri. Uh, on yesterday's daf. What the Meiri say, there's a different halacha between people who are ruled by a system of law and people who are not. G'durim b'darke adato, there's some type of ethics and law system and those that are not governed. And there's just a free-for-all and there's anarchy. There's a difference. But it's one of, as we know, it's, it's, the, it's the only one of the mitzvahs say among the Sheva mitzvahs b'nei Noach. Out of the seven mitzvahs, there are six los ases and one mitzvah zaseh, and that is dinim. There is a machlokas rishonim. What does dinim mean? Machlokas rambam ramban. The ramban discusses this in Parshas Vayishlach, in the context of Shechem, and why Shechem was, uh, was Chayemisa, and what Shimon and Levi did, and it's, uh, it, there's always a balance in discussing that story, because however well one defends Shimon and Levi, one has to then explain why Yaakov Avinu got upset. And then the, the uh, story ends very mysteriously, where the Shimon and Levi say to Yaakov, end, end of the story. So was there an answer? Was Yaakov just not dealing with his children at that time because it was uh, they weren't going to listen at that time? Was there an answer? Was there not an answer? So no matter how good we explain Shimon and Levi, you know, Yaakov Avinu has to be explained also. But either way, in that context, the Ramban, in his commentary on the Torah, quotes the Rambam and Marnavuchim and then argues with him. He quotes the Rambam, who says that Dinim is setting up court systems to judge the other Sheva Mitzvahs B'nei Noach. That's the Rambam, a more limited view of what Dinim are. And the Ramban there says no. Dinim set, meaning is means setting up a orderly system of law for society to function. And the Ramban says, including Gezel, and Ona and Oshek, Schar Sachir, and all the mitz- uh, all the Dina ben Adam HaChavero that are discussed uh, throughout uh, Seder Nezikin. The Ramban says it's a much wa- much more wide wide and expanded view of what Dinim are. So again, we recognize that. But this Gemara is telling us, and again, one cannot paskin based on this Gemara, complicated uh application about when there are differences in halacha and in the system of law, and there is a concept of dina de machus dina, you know, how does one balance those two, besides the issue of going to secular courts, which is a separate lifnei avalo lifnei avalo lifnei akum, again, a very uh, important discussions uh, that uh, one has to have. Okay, but either way, this last question uh, was unanswered, right, could an adam chashav go or not, so the Gemara's answer is teku. So what are we paskin by teku? So usually take it was like unanswered. Okay, leave it. So what, what is what is the what is the way to leave it standing in this case? So if you look in Rovri Shonim, if you look in the Ravid, if you look in the Rashi, if you look in the Rush, they all say it's a suffix, and therefore he can go and testify. That's the how you answer the suffix. I'm reading the Ravid. and therefore he can go and testify. Is that a kula? To go and testify so that one guy can get his money and one guy can't? That's what the Ravid says, and that's what the Rosh says, that's what the Rashba says. Ask the Yamshal Shlomo. The Yamshal Shlomo here wonders, you know, is that really, is that really, uh, the Yamshal Shlomo comments on this and others, uh, comment on it. Where am I going to read from? Right, the, um, the Achronim wonder isn't, a, how, how can he be, let me read the Lashon of the Yamshal Shlomo, who says that it must be a mistake in all the Rishonim, which is, Hard enough to say in one Rishon. But when you have three Rishon in that say it, it's even harder. He quotes it from the Rush. I read it from the Ravid. Kazala Rush. Kivan Dolavshita, Azulamasid. Valoya Dati Svarazu. Dolo Shayach Khan, Savik Drabana Lakula. Diafmi Daraisa, Azulasos, Hezek Lachavero. What? It's Lakula, therefore you testify against your friend to be Motsi Mamon from him? 
It's a suffix iser hesik or stealing. Viafilu call dinim de grama benizakin potter. And if you are, if you want to say it's only indirect, I'm testifying grama benizakin as we've said often. Mikomakom asurim in Torah. Even if grama is potter, it's still asur. Mishum viahafta l'reyecha kamocha. Al karchach says the Amshel Shlomo nira de toes sofer. Fitzarech lomar viloaz ilomasid. Something lekula never you can't go and testify. Very difficult, because it's three different Rishonim that we have that in. But either way, that is the Amshel Shlomo. Explains the Chazam Sofer. Maybe the answer is as follows, why all these Rishonim say this. Shuvah's Chazam Sofer, Choshem Mishpat, Simen Chav Gimel, Kivan Shalom, Barur Lo, Im Ya'amina Lo Kamoshnayim. Well, we're not 100% sure that the Bez is going to rely on this Adam Chashev S2. V'lachin Yishbok Safik Lenyim Amar Chavero. V'chil Hashem Yishkan Bavadai. That's what's outweighing here. The ain suffix mama on mosi mi devade chil Hashem. Chsam sofer. The o shalafamim sarach lishava sheni yodeya v'gorim laatzmo avera biyadam lishava al sheker the chulu. So there are other ways to get out of it, but mistama, it's it's our girsa that we have. Mistama is the correct is the correct girsa. Okay, let's continue. Amar Ravashi. Last section. Hi bar Yisrael dezavin le'aralovik ochavim amitzra de bar Yisrael chavrei. We know there is a lacha bar mitzvah selling to a border neighbor. So says Ravashi, if a Jew sells his border land to a, a non-Jew, not to a fellow Jew, And again, this means if he could have sold it to a Jew, not to. And let's say this is an idol worshiper. If you take it's not just a non-Jew, but an ovi kochavim. Take that literally. So then, mishabtina uh, we would put him in chayre. My time, why? the bar mitzvah is it because of the halacha of bar mitzvah. This goes way all the way at the end of bar mitzvah. The halacha of always, if you're going to sell property that belongs, that borders, you know, you should go, uh, offer it first to the border person. Because after all, then he can make his feel bigger, as long as, Tosas points out, he's going to give you the same amount of money. If the person who's on the border is not offering you the same amount of money, you have no obligation to sell it to the border person. You're allowed to sell it to the person who's going to give you the most money. That's what Tosas says. In Rabbeinu, in Ad Shemakabel. So if you were talking about Dinah Devar Mitzrah, V'yamar Mar, Zavin Me'akim, Zavin La'akim, Lekim Shem Dinah Devar Mitzrah. No, they, they're not included in the special halacha of Dinah Devar Mitzrah, learned out from the Asisa HaYashav HaTov. Discussed that a couple of weeks ago. Right? That the, we should do what's right and good. It's not an obligation, so to speak, as Lufnim Mishuris Hadin, that we strongly encourage. So, what would be the problem here? So, Ella, to Amrin Anlei, the problem is as follows. That he could say to this seller, our voicely, our Yamitra, you put a lion on my border. Meaning it's, we're talking about a context where somebody is an inappropriate neighbor, someone who's going to bring, you know, not positive, uh, energy and, and the various elements to the neighborhood. And therefore he says, what, what do you do to me? Mishamtina lea the kabale kal own sedati machmate. So we're, we, we're, we put him in shamta, put him in cheirim until he accepts any ones, any problem, any financial issue that might come from this sale, until the seller does it. You can't get it back from the guy, from the Ovi uh, Kochavim, was already sold, but it means uh, in this context. Again, Lamaskana, Lamaskana. So let's say somebody's selling a house today. So again, you can limit it. Number one, we're talking about Ovi Kochavim Mamish. Number two, we're talking about uh, people who who specifically would affect the, the uh, negatively the neighborhood. That's a serious issue. Again, but do you have a fellow Jew who would also buy it at the same price and buy it at this, with the same uh, the conditions? So it's not, it's a, it's a complicated, again, uh, Lamaisa, how to, to, to uh, apply this, how to apply this Lamaskana. But again, theoretically, the halach is, into mitzvah, we should try to sell it to the neighbor person. Good. Continues the Mishnah. Natsu getting back to issues of Yeyush and Shinui and Gezel, as this parak is, is about. Says the Mishnah. Not Lumoksin es Chamora over Natsu Chamora There are certain Moksin, as we described on yesterday's daf. Illegal Moksin. People who ta- are taking my animal with no rights. So let's say a mochis takes somebody's donkey, and then they have Rachmanus a little bit, so they give me back a different donkey, a more inferior donkey. They take my donkey, and they give me a different donkey. Not listim as ksuso, and so they take certain clothing of mine, and they give me back other clothing. Hare'elu shalo, we say that the recipient is allowed to keep the donkey, the clothing, because we assume the Bailam had Yeyush, and therefore, Rashi explains, this would be Yeyush and Shinui Rishus, 
Yeish doesn't work by itself, but once it goes to the, the uh, recipient, it's Yeish and Shini Rishus. So both of those work together to be able to um, be nicknet to the uh, recipient. The Tosas Rid here says, and this Mishnah is the Makar for this concept of Yeish and Shini Rishus. Which is a little difficult because in the last Mishnah we already had it. We had the concept of Yeish and Rishus. Maybe the Tosas Rid had a different order or, or a different shot of the previous Mishnah. The Tosas Rid here says, this is the Makar in Kalab uh, Nezik and Kulo to the concept of Yeish and Yeish and Shini Rishus. That's the uh, Tosas Rid's comment uh, right here. Why does the Mishnah have to list the case of Hamar <laughs> and, the, and the case of Ksus? Right, it's uh, basically the same idea. So the Gemara doesn't talk about this. You've got to look at the Mepharshim on the Mishnah. So the Mepharshim on the Mishnah uh, suggests the Shoshanim Ladovin. If I would have only had this by Hamar, maybe I would have thought only by a Hamar, there's Yeish because, or Hamars, they're all, they're all donkeys. There's no such such great simon. That's where Yeish, uh, uh, he has Yeish. But by clothing, where generally clothing is identifiable by the owner, maybe there wouldn't be automatically Yeish. And if you only had Xus clothing, maybe you would have thought only by Xus Miss Yeish, because once the goslin wears it, I'm not interested in having it back. Or he's not going to give it back. But a donkey, maybe the donkey will walk out from him. Maybe I'll get it back. Maybe there wouldn't be automatic Yeish. So that's why, suggest the Shoshana Moldavid, why the Mishnah has to say both of those cases. Case number one. Next. Hamatzil min hanohar o min hagayas. O min alistim, if somebody saves something from the river, from an attacking army. Imnis yashua bailam arei shalom. If the Bailam has had Yeish, so then Harei Shalom, so then uh, one again is Yeish and Shini Rishus. Well, to talk about Bailam Shem in Elo Metzias, in Vamitziah, you know, isn't the, is this automatic Yeish? There's something called Zuto Shalyam, which we'll, we'll have to see. Something that washes up on the, on the, on the banks of the, of the ocean. Of course there was Yeish there, right? There might be automatic Yeish. So what about this case? Matham and Hanarm and Agayas, the Mishnah seems to say that only if you know. And also, if one has a case of a swarm of bees, a swarm of bees that went into somebody else's Rishus, Imnis Yashu Harelu Shalo. Good. The Gemara will talk about what the Chiddush of that line is. Anyone, even those who are not normally believed as Edus, are believed to say where this swarm of bees came from and who it belonged to. And a person is allowed to go into their friend's property in order to save his swarm of bees. Right? We usually think of a swarm of bees of not being owned by anybody. Here we're talking about someone who um, has bees and he makes honey and it's part of his parnasa. And that's what we're talking about here. And he has his own swarm of bees. And a person is, but then it, all of a sudden there's a swarm of bees on my, on my tree in my backyard. Somebody said, oh, that's my swarm of bees. I'm like, really? It is? Maybe the bees came from somewhere else. So that's what the Mishnah says, that even in Ishokad, there's a belief to say where it came from. And if I know it's mine, I'm allowed to go into your property and take it back. If I damage something on the way in, I have to pay for it. But let's say they have now uh, planted themselves on a branch of a tree in my property. I can't just cut down the branch and say, oh, that's easier for me than trying just to get the bees. I can't just cut it down, even if I'm going to pay you. Rabbi Shmuel, but also Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi says, yes, you can. Of course, he's been also this adamim. If that's the only way to get your your bees back, then you could cut down the branch and then pay for it afterwards. Period. Tana says the Mish says the Gemara. Not al machzir lebayla marishonim. In the case of if you took the chamor from the mochsin, if you took the chamor, you have to give it back. Machzir lebayla marishonim. What do you mean, give it back? The Mish says you don't have to give it back. Rashi says this Bryce is arguing on our Mishnah. Kasavar, Yeish Kedi Lokani, because this Bryce holds Yeish Kedi is not Kona. Really, according to Rashi, it means even Yeish and Shini Rishus is not Kona, according to the Bryce. And because it came to his hands by Isser, so even Shini Rishus is not going to help. So this is a Tana that argues on that concept. The Ika da Amre or others say no. In Balaasa Yaksa, the Bible shown him. My timer, different svara. If you want to be give it back, not that you have to give it back. If you want to give it back, Rashi says, Chasid who? If you're an extra pious person and you want to give it back, though you don't have to. You Yaksa, the Bible shown him. You give it back to the first ones by timer. Yesh Kadikani. Which means, Yesh and Shini Rashus. If you don't want the stain, even if technically it's yours, if you want the stain, then you can give it back to the Bailim Harishonim. 
So, if the Mishnah said that it's Shalom because the Bailam are Mishayish, and therefore uh, you are allowed to to keep it. There is an interesting question. It's according to one of the Harevnas also, but the Chashuki uh, Chemet here has, has as follows. The following case. There is a um, uh, someone who Rahman al-Islan is... Uh, is in a very difficult situation. The husband died. The woman is there with her uh, all of her kids, the Amana, and the one. There was a great rabbi that wrote a hamlatsa. That wrote a letter to for people to take for this family to show to others to be able to to get money for them. He wrote a hamlatsa. I know this family. It's a true family. They're in need. And there was a certain askan, a certain uh, person who was osik b'tzarchei who basically worked for them, who took this uh, hamlatsa and went around and collected money. For for them in order to be able to get them on their feet, fine. Over time, Baruch Hashem, the uh, the uh, Yisomim got married and they got older and the Amana is, uh, is self-sufficient, v'chulu, and all of a sudden, it's uh, ten years later, and this Askan finds this Hamlatzah of this Godladar. And he thinks to himself, wait a minute, this is worth a lot of money now. Who owns that Hamlatzah? Is it the Askans, because he's the one that got it from the Godladar and went around and... It's his now, and he could sell it, or does it belong to the woman? Does it belong to the wo- woman who it was written for? Who owned it? And it's, it's a monetary case. Where, where do you look? You're asked to Shiloh. So says Observer Seen, he asked his father-in-law, Yashiv, on the spot, knew what to answer. He says, Min adin, adin, askan gamar lahatrim. After the askan used it, they should have ripped it up. Because it finished its purpose. It was written specifically to get this woman on her feet, and the uh, Yisomim, and it's al tishkan balacha avla. It's not. It's not usable anymore. But gadol dar kasev es hamlatz are rakad gemara hatrama v'sulo, and it's basically hefker. And therefore, if the askan didn't lose it yet, so really meikar adin, he could probably keep it because there was yeyush bailim misyashim. The woman probably had yeyush ulai efshar lahosif, and maybe mistavish almana ganis yasha laachar shemila es yuda. The Aska Nasan Lash Mashimabura. You Yan Baba Kama Kufyu Dawid. Nasulo Hamaracher Harel Shalo. This is like the donkey in our Mishnah, says Rabbi Yashif. Because there was there was Yeyush. And therefore that's how he's noted to say that really it belongs to the Askan, because the woman didn't want to keep it back, didn't know about it anymore. And he quotes some other stories related to Hamlatzot. But either way, that's uh Lamaisa where this Gemara comes up, by Libis Yashim. Amr of Ashivaiter, Loshan Elistim of the Kochavim. Where do we say that there's automatic Yeyush? By idolater Listim. Ava Listim Yisrael Lo. Why? Savar Lamacha, Nakid and If it's Jewish uh, robbers, you know, so then maybe the guy thinks, I'll get him. I'll get him. Maybe they'll do tshuva. Maybe I'll, I'll get him in Bezdin. Stay free. There's no automatic gauge. Moscow, Rav Yosef, Adar, Rav Yosef, they're just the opposite. Ifcha Mistavra, Akum, Didaini, Begiti, Lomiyaish. Akum, that judges Begiti. What is Begite? Giti Rashi says, Begava Ubizroa. So what does that mean? If they judge like with a strong arm, then there's no yeish. Why? Yisrael, Kivan, Da'amri, Meymar, Miyayish. Right? What does that mean? Akum, where they judge Bizroa. So then the, the person might think, you know what? There are so many ways I might be able to get this back. I don't need two witnesses. There are so many ways I might be able to get this back. So they don't give up, uh, they don't have yeish when it comes to an Akum. But by a Jew, by a Jew, they say Meymar. What does that mean? Rashi has two days here. Number one, they don't use extracurricular, extra legal ways that uh, are using uh, with Maklos. And, or number two, they always say, you have Edim? I don't have Edim. So it's going to be harder to get out in Bezdin. So that's why there's only automatic Yeyush by Akum. So Eli, it, 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 mar, mar. Okay, you're right. So maybe the limit to Akum is on the next line of the Mishnah. Hamasam and Akum, and I list him, Imnis Yashua Bailim, in Stamalo. If Bailam Yeyush, fine. If you didn't hear, not. Lo Shanu Ela Akum, Mishum, Dedaini Begiti. I will list him Yisrael, Kiva Dari Meymar, Miyayish. So maybe that's going on the Seifa, not on the Resha. Period. San Hasam says the Mishnah. We discussed this Mishnah already earlier in the Masechta. What is automatic? Once we're talking about automatic Yeish, so which is worse, Ghana for Goslin? That's a Machlokes in the Mishnah and Kalim. Oh, Rosh Balabayis. We know the Halacha is that the Machshava of the person in charge helps create the item that is Bekabotoma. Meaning something that only something that has Gemar Malacha, only something that's finished being processed can become Tameh. If it's not finished being processed, it can't become tummy. So what if I have material that some people will use in, its, in this state, and other people will continue making it into something else? So is that macabre tumor or not? So it depends who's thinking about it. 
Orosha Balabayas, if the if it's the hides of a Balabayas, Machshava Metamasan. Their thought process allows this item to be Makabal now. Vishal Abdam, but if it's just the tanner who really doesn't make such decisions and maybe it's going to be sold to someone else, ain't Machshava Metamasan. Their machshav is not metame. Then we have what's important for us: shell gazlon ain mashava metamachsam. If it shall, if a gazlon, the gazlon steals it, and his machshava does not work because we assume that the owner did not have yeish. If it shall ganov machshava metamachsam. By ganov, we assume the the owner did have yeish, so the machshava of a ganov is effective. Reb Shimon Omer the opposite. Chilof advarim shall gazlon machshava metamachsam. Shall ganov ain machshava metamachsam. Why? Because Reb Shimon holds the fishalonis yashu abayilim. So we have a machlokas tanoim, which has automatic yeish. Gana for Goslin. Says the Chazonish in Kalim, Paraklam in Aleph. It's hard to say that this is a machlokas in Metzius. Right? Just do a study. Uh, do a, of people. Do a poll. Who do people have more yeish from? Gana for Goslin. It must be that there are both elements. Both elements always exist, says the Chazonish. Right? I, I, I don't want to say, he says, that this is a machlokas in Metzius. Ela inyano, de kol yeish psichi bo ma'at in every hope is a little giving up, and in every giving up is still a little hope. The Chachamim have to define what is the element that is most uh, defining in this side. Again, he tries to halachasize it and not just have it as a din of mitzius. So now the Gemara says, Amar Ula, Machlokas, the Machlokas between Rabbi Shimon and the Rabbanan are Machlokas Bistam. The Machlokas is where we don't know. Avo biyadua, devri yakol yeishkani. Obviously, if you know, biyadua, devri yakol yeishu bikona. Rabba Amar, biyadua nami Machlokas. Even if you know, what do you mean if you know? If you know there was yeish, there's a Machlokas. Yes. If you even know, if you know there's a machlokas, why? Rashi. Even if we've heard, Amri Rabbanan Begazlan to lo It's still not yesh. Why? To call shaita daiti laminkate bedina. Even if you heard he had yesh, you don't trust it. Deep down, he didn't have yesh. Says uh, Reb Shimon, or say the Rabbanan by Gazlan and Reb Shimon by the other one. So that is... Ula, the machlokas is only by stab and not by yadua. Amale abaya le rabba lo tifla galay de ula. Ditzam b'masis and kavase. Don't argue on ula who made this limitation because the mishnah sounds like him. Lefi shalonis yashu abaylam. Taima delonis yashu abaylam. The reason is because you don't know. Avo binis yashu abaylam ari shalom. But if the baylam had yeish, that's what's mashma from the mishnah. If you know he had yeish, it will be his. So isn't that ula? Is that what Ula says? Divri Yakol, if he knows, it would be, it would be Misyayish. Kasha on you, Rabba. Omar Lay. Rabba says, no. Anan lefisheen yeush lobailim, Masinallah. Not, don't make the diak because we haven't heard. Make the diak, but because it doesn't work. Right? Anan ain yeush bailim, Masinallah. There is no yeush for the bailim in that case. Even if we know, it would be just like we don't know. Period. So let's try to prove something from the next line of the Mishnah. Not Mani. So what was the case of the Mishnah? The Mishnah has a case of Mochsin and Listim. One is Ganav, one is Gazlan. So it's a Kasha on somebody. E Rabbanon, Kasha Gazlan. If you say the Mishnah is like the Rabbanon Shita, that's Kasha Gazlan. E Rabshim and Kasha Ganav. Right, because they both say, right, they, they both have a certain uh, limitation, right? The Rabbanan say one is automatic Yeyush, and the other one says, Rabbanan Reb Shimon, each one of them says one of them is automatic, one of them is not automatic. So our Mishnah says both are automatic. According to Ula, who says that if you know that there was Yeyush, then it works. So then you can say our Mishnah is where we heard that there was Yeyush. But if you say like Raba, that the Machlokas between Rabbi Shimon and the Rabbanan are even if you know there was Yeyush, so the Mishnah doesn't work. Who is the Mishnah like? Answer, it is like Rabbi Shimon, who usually holds this only automatic yesh by Gazlan, not by Ganov, but we're talking about Listimizuyim. Listimizuyim, armed robbers, so, and that's a form of Gazela also. But then why do you give both cases? 
Moches and Listim. It's the same case. Shrei Gavni Gazlan. It's still a Chiddush to say Listim Mizuyim is a form of Gazlan. And there's a Machlok because we shown him Lamai Skana in the beginning of Hilchas Geneva. What are Listim Mizuyim considered? Geneva or Gazela? Tashma again trying to figure out the Machlokes between Ula and Raba about the Machlokes between Rishimin and the Rabbanon. Hagana Gazlan Anas. Hektation, hektash, utrumas, and truma, umas, rose, and meiser. The Bryce says, and a ganav and a gazlon, or all these, or an anas, are all allowed to be mafrish, to give meiser. So, Mani, again, who is that? Irabon and Kasha gazlon, Irib Shim and Kasha ganav. Each of them have one individual where there is not automatic geish. So, Bishlam, Allah, Ula, Damar, Biyadua, Kani, Hachanami, Biyadua, Vidibri, Akolhi. Same thing. Ela, Allah, Rabba, Damar, Biyadua, Nami, Machlokes. But according to the Rabba, that the Machlokes is even if you know about it. Hamani, Lora, Banav, Lora, Bishimin. Hachanami, Bilisim, Mizuyin, Vora, Bishimin, He. Same thing. Yachi, Hani, Gazlan. Shrey, Gavni, Gazlan. So, answer that the case is listed Mizuyin. Or, here we have a second suggestion. Vibayasema, Hamas, Nisa, Rebbe, He. There's a third opinion that we haven't had yet. Not the Rabbanon, not Rabbi Shimon, but Rebbe. Detanya, Rebbe, Omer, Ganav, Kigazlon. Rebbe would say, Gazla, Gaza, meaning, there's automatic Yish by both. The Kaimlon, Kigazlon, Rebbe Shimon. And we hold like Gazlon, like Rebbe Shimon, meaning, automatic Zela, and Rebbe says it's by both. So, three-way, Machlokas, Tanoim, when is there automatic Yish? Ganav, Gazlon, or Rebbe holds by both. Period. Oh, Gufa, says the Gemara. Rebbe, Omer. Omer, Ani, Ganav Kigazlan. Rebbe says that I say Ganav is like Gazlan. Uh, we'll talk about that, but let's just read the next 15 lines, because the next 15 lines is a repeat of the 15 lines that we just had. So, that is, let's uh, go through it. Ibailu, what does Rebbe mean? Kigazlan de Rabbanan Kamar, Velokani. Is Gazlan li- like the Rabbanan's Gazlan, who say there's no automatic Yesh? Odeva Kigazlan Rabshimin Kamar Vakani. So, which is it? So, we'll bring the Bryce that we just had and prove that it has to be Rebbe Shimon. Tashma, not Lumochs and Chamor Vachulu. Mani, E Rabban and Kasha Gazlan, E Reb Shimon Kasha Ganav. E Amr Bishlama, Rebbe Kagazlan, Rebbe Shimon Kamar. If when Rebbe says Ganav is like Gazlan, he means that it's like the Gazlan of Rebbe Shimon, that there's automatic Yeyush, Vikani, Hamani Rebbe, Mishamachi Kani. Then you could say this Brisa is based on the Shita of Rebbe, who holds this Yeyush by, automatic Yeyush by both. But if you say it's not what he means, it's not like anybody. So the Gemara says, well, maybe it's like the first answer we had. Okay, we said there's a different answer you could give. So there's no Raya. This Brisa has nobody to be like it. It could be that Rebbe holds like Rebbe the Rabbanon's Gazlan, and therefore there's no automatic Yeshba either. So where it says, wait, Tashma, let's try again. As we just said earlier. If you say that's what Rebbe holds, that's why this Brisa is the authorship of Rebbe. Who would it be like? So the Gemara says, well, the other answer. So again, the Gemara says, we're trying to prove what is Rebbe Shita. Rebbe says Ganav is like Gazlan. So does that mean they're both automatic Yesh or both not automatic Yesh? So we tried to prove automatic, but at this stage, we still don't have an answer. So Amalei Ravashi the Rabbah, Tashma, one second, let's try to quote this for the third time in the past week. We have this line. Damasni Rebbe Lereb Shimon Bray. Rebbe himself told Reb Shimon, what's the shot of the first Mishnah in our Perek? Lo Dabar Mamish. When it says that if the father left Dvarm Sheishba Machrayas, it doesn't mean Karka. Only. Ela Afilu even if the, they bring any, if the father leaves them anything that is nikar, that is noticeable to the others, that they would notice that this belongs to the nignav, the children have to return it. They would only have to return it because of the covenant of their father. Were it not for that factor, the children could keep this. Lo. They could keep it. Why? It must be because this is like Rebbe Shita, who says both by by Gazlan and by Ganav, 
there is automatic ish. Shmamina. Yes, you might have been able to reject this and say, oh, maybe it's because Rishus Yorish Kirishus Lokech Dami. And therefore it's Yesh and Shidi Rishus. But the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara says, we'll accept this. Period. It's been a few months since we mentioned this thought, so let's just mention it again. The Reb Yosef Engel in the Beis Ha'otzer points out beautifully that Rebbe is the only one in Shas where we find the phrase, Omer Ani. Rebbe Omer Omer Ani. What does that mean? I say. Omer Ani. Says Rabbi Yosef Engel in the base of Otsar, Omer Ani is a Lushen of La Ani's Daiti. In my humble opinions, that's Omer Ani, the Lushen of Anava. He writes us in Beis Otsar Klal Yud Gimel. Kena Yadarko shall Rebbe Lomar Dvarav Belushen Omer Ani. And he quotes 25 places in Shas where Rebbe says Omer Ani. So what does that mean? It's it's Anava, like the, the Mishnah says in the end of Sota. Mishames Rebbe, but La Anava. When Rebbe died, I always like to speak about the Gemara on that, about Ana. But the Mishnah says, Mishameis Rebbe Bal Anava. Fahakavana. So what does it mean, Omer Ani? Says Rebbe Savengo, it's like Rebbe saying, it's not me, it's the Ani in me. It's not really me, I'm not taking any credit. There's the Neshama inside of me, that's what he's giving the credit to. Sheinenu Omer Sadin Vahadabar Derech Hechlet. Rak Omer Osabiyichosalatzmo, Shalom Nireka. This is what I think, but it's not. It's not that it's, um, I'm sorry, I, 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 I said the Kabbalistic idea first. First, Rabbi Yosef Engel says, it means this is me. You don't have to accept it. It's just my opinion. And then he quotes from the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov's birthday was yesterday. So, our brain gets all over the world about that. So, it says the, uh, but says Rabbi Yosef Engel, quoting Talmidei Baal Shem Tov. Ki derech anshe maila hagdolim, lehisbonein al-kol dibureim umaseyem, she'enei madabrim, v'ha'osim ikoach atzmam, rakoach eloki, like he quotes, Hashem Svasai Tiftach, Hashem has to open my mouth, and he quotes uh, others, like Hillel says, it's not a guy, but it's the Ani in me. Anyways, he says, maybe that's also what Rebbe means by this, is he's not taking the credit, he's just saying it's the Koach Eloki in me who is doing this. And then he quotes, amazingly, he says, and maybe this is all alluded to in a Pasuk in Tanakh. There's one time in Tanakh, where the phrase Omer Ani comes up. It's a Pasuk in Tehillim, where uh, the Pasuk says, Rachash Libi Davar Tov, Omer Ani Ma'asai Lamelech. My heart thought to do something good, Omer Ani Ma'asai Lamelech. I said, my actions should be to the king. What that's referring to, says, your Israel angle is referring to Rebbe when he wanted to write down the Mishnah. He says, I wanted to write down the Mishnah, I had a great idea. Omer Ani Ma'asai Lamelech. What does that remind us of? Ace Lassos Lashem. He had to take it into his own hands and in that way be able to, to write it down. And then the rest of the Pasik. Lishoni ate Sofer Mahir. My tongue turns into a pen. Right? That's exactly what it's referring to. And then he says, Libi Davartov, Sofe Tevos Rebbe. Lishoni Gematria Yehuda Anasi. Right, he, he, he keeps going with this uh, with this passage. But he's amazing. That's the uh, looked in reversive angle. Okay, let's continue. Weiter. Again, there's, there's so much here in all these dafim, but we have to do what we have to do. V'chein nechil shol dvarim. My v'chein says the Gemara. What's the v'chein? What's the additional halacha about the beehive? Hachi ka'amar. Afilu nachil shol dvarim. The kinyan drabanenu. The chiddush is is that really. A beehive you cannot own on a Daraisa level because bees fly all over the place. So even when you have a beehive, it's not really yours on a Daraisa level. Midrabanan, we say it's yours so because of, of uh, Darki Shalom. But it's really a Durabanan Kenyan. So that's the Havamina. Sakharadachamina, hai stamanami, hai kiva Durabanan ba'amahu, takarnile, since he only owns it on a rabbinic level anyway. Afilu stamanami miyayish. Maybe we could assume automatic yayush. Kamash Malan, no. Imnis Yashu Abailam in. Ilolo. Only if you've heard about the Yeish, if not, not. And even someone who is not Naaman is believed to say where this Nechil came from. Should we really trust them? They're B'nai Edus? They could tell us this Nechil used to be the other guys? No, the Bailam are running after the beast. And a woman and a cotton are Mesiach Lefitumo. A halachic concept, Shas topic. They are not giving testimony. They are just talking, not knowing that they are being relied upon. The Omer, meaning the Bailam are running, which is already Raglaim Lodavar, and Isha Vakata know it. That's the Sugya of Mesiach Lefitumo. 
Amar Ravashi, Ravashi argues on this. Only Edus Isha. That's the only time where we have the Kula of Mesiach Lefitumo, trusting people who are not normally believed. There is a Lundish question. Does Mesiach Lefitumo mean we give them the status of Edim? Or we're allowed to trust something that is not real Edus? That is a question of the, uh, of the Achronim. Do we remove the psulim and now they can give testimony or it's not even Edus? And there are enough Gaminas, uh, obviously regarding that, that question. This is a sugya in Yeridea about asking a non-Jew about Bittol. It's a sugya here. Sugya about many comes up in uh, various cases. We'll mention one case in a minute. Let's just finish. Ravashi, Ravashi is only limited to Edus Isha. The B case. Answer. Shani Nechil Shodvarim de Kinyin Durabanan Hu. Mesiach Levitumo is only trusted by Durabanan context. Udaraisa lo, not Daraisas. Yom Rav Yudam Shmuel. Don't you remember the story from Ksubis? Maisa Badam Echad Shalya Mesiach Levitumo. There was a man who was Mesiach Levitumo. Va'omer Zucharani, I remember. Kshani Tinok. Umurkav Tani Aktefa Yushal Abba. My father took me out of school, put me on his shoulders. V'hotsi'ani mi beisa sefer. V'hifshituni eskutanti. V'hitzbiluni lecha betshuma la'erev. He took me to the mikvah and he gave me truma. Rabbi Chanina Messiah Bahachi Rabbi Chanina said, he also added this, Mimani. My friends separated from me because I had to be Tahar Vayakaranosi Yochanan Ochal Chalos. Piv. So you see from there, Mesiach Levituma works even for a Daraisa context. Truma. Answer? Bitchuma Durabanan. Rashi says, still We were captured by by uh, uh, captors. I always had my mother in mind. I knew nothing happened to her, and she wasn't Nivelas. Rebbe trusted him. So, isn't this a case of Mesiach Levitumo by Daraisa? By Shvuya, we were Mako because the whole Chshash, again, is a Chshash to Rabbanan. Ramosha Feinstein, again, there are many chuvas about this, but just to mention one, and then we'll have to stop. Ramosha has a chuva in Evena Ezer, Chelek Dalid, Simen Yud Beis where Moshe discusses a case. It's a case of a guy who is going out and wants to marry a Gioras. The problem is he's a Kohen, and his father's a Kohen. So, case closed. Now, the case is not closed, because his father, and this was asked in Tufshin Lama Gimel, 1973, uh, the grandparents were not Shomri Torah Mitzvos. They were married by reform, a reform rabbi, and the Rabbanim who asked this question to Rav Moshe, who then, Rav Moshe says, met with the mother, the grandmother involved, who gave birth to the father of this Kohen, the grandmother admits, Mesiach Lefitumo. They didn't say why they're asking her. They just brought her in and said, can we just ask you a couple of questions? And the Ishto Amra, Shashama Pichamosa, and they asked the grandmother that she was Mizana a couple of times, and she was with Goyim, and she was with others, and therefore, she's Nivol Apostola, and therefore her child's going to be a Chalal, and if the grandson's a Chalal, so then we're all good in this context, because he wants to marry a Gioris, right? So Ramosha goes through a whole tshuva here, where he discusses Mesiach Lefitumo, and at the end of the tshuva, he says, dibarti telephone in bina I spoke to the kid, and he's been a Kohen. He's been called to the Torah first and up to this point, and... And I asked him, so what's with your mother? And he says, my mother is not Shomer's Torah Mitzvah, but she doesn't lie. That's what the boy says about his mother. Being that's the case, Ramosha says... You're not a Kohen anymore. And therefore, that's how you have to be. Ramosha Feinstein, you need somebody with uh, plates, with shoulders to be able to say this. Okay, we'll stop here by the two dots. Abedashem, again, the next three days will be put up uh, from the last cycle. And Abedashem will pick up with the last couple of dots from here in Babakama in a couple of days.